Let's get it started. I love your show. This is a great day. Everybody here. You guys are the greatest. Let's get it started in here. No holding back. No subject off limits. No idea what they're doing. No Fox given. With Eddie and Amanda Fox. Hola, amigos and amigas. It's Amanda and Eddie Fox. You're listening to another episode of the No Fox Given Podcast. As always, we fire up the uh, podcast with our real good feel good. It's just a story that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, and we need more of that in this world. Yeah, and this one is actually a local Western North Carolina story Mm -hmm. that we are going to share with you all today. Yeah, there's um, three guys that lost their life tragically in an accident back a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was a father and son and one of their friends. It was just, uh, I think all of Western North Carolina is still yeah, heartbroken. Everybody for, felt it. Everybody felt that. So we, uh, a lot of folks were wondering, well, what can we do? How can we help? Well, Eddie Harwood owns uh, the Barnet Paint Fork, and Buddy Jewel was coming in to uh, do a show. And Eddie said, well, here, here's what I'm going to do. Every cent that we make from uh, ticket sales, I'm going to give to these families. And he did. He did. Over $20,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, it doesn't take away their pain, but hopefully it helped in some way for them to get uh, through this. And Certainly hope so as well. Eddie, thank you. Buddy Jewel, thank you. Western North Carolina, thank you for stepping up and uh, helping out these families. I know they truly appreciate it. And we love y'all. We're praying for you. So this is the first annual Front Porch Podcast. The breeze is blowing. Oh, it feels so great out here uh, right now. Birds are chirping. Hank is quiet for once. Hank's watching over the valley below. <laughs> Oh, everything the light touches, Hank. <laughs> Do not go near the shadows. <laughs> we um, we love the front porch. We both grew yes. up sitting on the front porch. You didn't uh, break beans and shell peas and shuck corn, did you? No, my grandparents did, but they uh, they never made me do it. See, that's a, that's a good memory right there. Although I hated doing peas uh, and beans. I hate. Uh, I feel like snapping beans. All of the best stories are sitting on a porch with either your parents or your grandparents. and just, Sometimes it's just sitting there. Like, yeah. you don't even have to talk. It's just sitting there. Yep. And being outside, mm. I just feel you feel closer to the earth, to God. to every, You know, you can just sit on the porch. And it, it after a long day, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Yeah, a big porch, a little porch. Uh, I even like that little porch we had at that apartment we had before we yeah. <laughs> got us a house. I mean, a porch is a porch, you know. Can spy on all the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> there were some sights to see. <laughs> Cops are called a lot over there. <laughs> What's one of your, like, memories of being on the porch that you can think of right off the bat? Um, well, actually, the first thing I just thought of, <laughs> I was about, um, Lord, I don't know, I couldn't be more than six, seven. It was an icy day, icy wintry day over in Macon County. And we had, like, this big um, concrete porch. It was probably four or five feet up off the ground. Well, I was heading down the steps fast with some Ooh. new boots that I just got. And I slipped and failed and hit the corner of my foot on Ooh. the edge of the porch, and it hurt. So very bad. Why did I just pop in my mind? That's not a good memory. That just popped in my mind. But no, the best memory, though, that I, I had, uh, I think I have, is um, with uh, my Papa John. Uh, lost him a couple months ago. Uh, uh, just a hell of a man. John Will. And um, it was, um, he wasn't back in the hospital yet, but he, he was getting down. I mean, he's 90, you know, 93, 4, was he? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was getting down. But he, um, I was over there one weekend and, uh, he uh, just kind of got up and hobbled outside there, sitting on the front porch of the trailer. And uh, I, about a minute goes by, and I get up and follow him out there. And we just sit there. We didn't say hardly a word. I don't remember saying anything, but we sat there probably better part of an hour and a half. And that's probably one of the best memories that yeah. I, I have. And it's just it, so much can be said when you don't say anything. Yep, exactly. What about you? Um, front porch swings are my favorite. We had one at my parents' house growing up, and then my grandma Kate had one also, and we would just sit out there. 
I mean, and like you said, me and Grandma Kate could just sit out there and we would just watch the cars go by, you know, talk about whatever. But we would just sit there and those were the best times, just being with them and not really having to do anything. Let me tell you, kids, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> if you go to, to, to Grandma's house and uh, she uh, wants you to come out and Put sit your the phones porch, away please, and go sit out there Please with go sit with her because I'm telling you, you're going to look back one day on those memories and you're going to think, wow, that... Those are the moments that matter. Uh, and you, you can't... You can't fake those. You can't replace those. You can't, you know, there's no way getting that up. So get out there, sit on that front porch with your nanny. Some of my favorite times now are when I come home from work. You tip. You typically get home before me, whether it's just a minute or a couple hours. But when I pull up the driveway, <laughs> we have this long driveway that goes straight up the hill. I but see you all the way. Yeah. Hank is watching and looking and you're sitting over here in the chair. And it's it's just a great feeling to come home. Yeah. And it and that makes it feel home. Yeah, well it, you make it home. Those are great memories. We got the uh the uh, lightning bugs going off right now. Yeah. It's like what it's like I don't know what the lightning bugs are, but I think I'm gonna eat some. <laughs> so a thing I love to do on the porch is I love to most of the time pour a glass of wine, mm-hmm. sit in our Adirondack chairs, because mm-hmm. we don't have a swing yet. I want to swing, but we've not gotten there yet. <laughs> um, and listen to music. Oh, yeah. And you know what one of my favorite playlists to listen to is? What? The Craig Morgan playlist. <sighs> That's hard to beat now. And I think he might be giving us a call here in a little bit. He uh, owes me 50 bucks. He better. Mm. <laughs> Craig Morgan coming up here uh, shortly. We uh, went around the office and talked to uh, some of my coworkers about... Uh, their favorite front porch memories and, and what uh, what those memories meant to them. Yeah, in Black Mountain, there was a, a covered front porch at my mom and dad's house. And in the summertime, we'd get these afternoon rainstorms. And my mom, she never rested, but she loved sitting out in a rocking chair when it was raining. Just absolutely, just wouldn't even say anything, but she'd always invite me out there and we'd just sit there. And it was one of the few quiet, um, uh, still times that I've had in my childhood with my mom. We grew up on a dirt road, and our house was located kind of at a crossroads. There were two or three other roads that come by there, and folks still walked in those days. And on Sunday afternoons, neighbors would be going to visit other neighbors, and we'd be sitting on our porch, and they'd just stop by for a few minutes. Just stop by and talk. No planned visit or anything like that. But it was just a wonderful time. Oh, mine's stupid. No, no, it's not. Every story is a great story. Uh, I, well, we we live in the woods, so we don't have to use this, but this is my story. Um, there's a tree sticking up through the the deck, and it's squared off, you know? Oh, like around the tree? And Yeah, yeah. around the tree. And so I try to climb down. <laughs> in between the deck and the yeah, tree? Yeah, but that's one story. I can't even think. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> that's the best story. Any more stories. <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, that How happened. I was uh, probably like 10. Oh, now see that if it was last week, it'd be a different story. No, no, no. no this is young. Yeah, no, no, no. This was, I was, I was little. Well, we just built a front deck. You could call it a porch. <laughs> you could call it a porch. What's the first thing that pops in your mind about your new deck porch? How much it cost? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my Lord above the bill. But that's okay. We saved for it, so we did all right. <laughs> but the first night we sat out there, it was before the railing was up and whatnot, so we had a nice glass of wine looking over the trees into the mountain view. It's really precious. See, that is the best part of having a porch is just the memory. See, you've already made a memory, and it's been up how long? Uh, October. I loved our front porch when I was a little girl. That was my go-to place when I was upset or mad or just... 
feeling down in the dumps, and I'd gotten a portable record player for Christmas one year. And so when I'd get down in the dumps, I'd take my record player, and I'd take all my Elvis records, (laughs) and I'd go sit in the rocker on the front porch, and I'd rock and play those records over and over and over. I just loved it, and before I knew it, I was in a much better frame of mind. See, it's good for you, your mental state, isn't it? Yes. If more people do some front porch sitting, the world will be a better place. That's right, along with some front porch picking. <laughs> Amen. No Fox Given. Craig Morgan. Hey, buddy. Hey, brother. How you doing? <laughs> I'm glad you texted me. <laughs> Did you forget? No, I didn't forget. I just got tied up. I'm pulling <laughs> honey from bees today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you work bees too? Oh, yeah. We have about 11 hives on the farm here, and we got a bunch in Georgia. We sell the honey at our, our little family business. God, is there anything you don't do? Uh, I ain't had a baby yet, and I don't reckon I've ever had So if you have a baby, we're going on the road. We're, we're going to have to film that one. <laughs> no, I don't no, want to see it. I don't want to see it. That ain't happening. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Craig Morgan, how you doing, man? I'm good, my friend. It is so good to talk to you. It's been it's been a long time. It's been too long, man, but uh, things happen, and uh, we both kind of went in a different part of the world doing different things, and yeah. kind of the same thing, but different different aspects of it, and Touch. No, no, That's we wonderful have. About it. I, I pester him all the time, as a matter of fact. Hey, man, can you give, give me 50 bucks? Can I borrow 50 bucks? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're just reading my text to you. <laughs> you haven't met my lovely, beautiful, and very tolerant bride, Amanda, yet, have you? I haven't, but I've seen her picture, and I can tell you, you, uh, you're dating way above your means. But yes, sir. <laughs> I've heard married, that time or two. Married way above your means. Well, it's very nice to talk to you. I hope to meet you someday. <laughs> How you guys doing? Man, life couldn't be any better. We just celebrated our first wedding anniversary. Whoop! She hadn't kicked me out of the house yet, so it's been a good year. Yeah, yeah that's, pretty, that's really good. <laughs> now we got this podcast up and running, and this one, we're proud you're on this one because it's the first annual Front Porch Podcast. Well, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> I, uh, I started looking at some of your pictures online. I got on IMBD. <laughs> You're like the cowboy CSI dude, man. That is, I love the, the the coat and the hat combo. Oh man, that's terrible. You're talking about the Rizzoli and Isles. I don't know. I think and it's my, kind of pivot, man. My character's name was Billy Ray of all things. Yo, how funny! You couldn't change that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I, love, I love Billy Ray and everything, but uh, but uh, but I was like, come on, man. People, there's only one guy that's got that name for real. <laughs> No, man, I, I'd have pitched a fit. I, I, I'd have made him change it. When you get a gig like that, you don't really raise you know, you Well, that's just, true. That's you kind of do you read your part and do your thing and hope that you do it well. And <laughs> you try not to say too much. But, and, I, and I was, you know, that was one of my, one of my, I don't know, that was early on in my acting, I guess you'd say. <laughs> and I, but I still said, hey, uh, I ain't one to complain. And I ain't actually complaining, but uh, my wife's from Texas, and I can tell you that Billy Ray is not a good name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're better off with Bubba. <laughs> I'd go with Bubba Russell or something. Yeah, yeah. You have a you have a movie coming out soon, don't you? Oh yeah, we do. Uh, I think June sixth or June seventh, something like that. There's a, a movie called After the Storm that I uh, I got the co-star in. Uh, it's one of those uh, kind of a Hallmark kind of movie, whatever you call them. Those oh, are yeah. my favorite. Uh, we love those. But it's cool. It's it's also a very positive story, you know. And I, I love doing those kind of things. I, I, so far, I've been fortunate uh, fortunate enough to do everything that, that uh, my kids and grandkids can watch. I haven't done anything yet that I come home and go, uh, don't let the kids watch this. <laughs> yeah, he said yet. <laughs> yeah, I said yet. That's right. <laughs> That's so cool. How, now, how is acting different from, uh, say, videos? Well, it's, it's awesome because I ain't got a dang white <laughs> butt band. <laughs> 
<laughs> man, the band, they were some kids, dude. <laughs> They're going to love you for that. So, yeah, it's just me and my, my man, manager or tour manager. And, you know, you go out there and you sit in the trailer. Hell, I write songs most of the time. <laughs> I'm double dipping. They just don't know it. <laughs> my my manager was setting the thing. When they would come to get me, they always come to get you. And they'd say, we're ready for you. Oh. And what that meant was in about 45 minutes, we're going to start. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. <laughs> so I'd go run around and do stuff. And my manager called and said, hey, they're ready for you. And i like, okay, I'm on my way back. <laughs> now, are you uh, like a one-take wonder, or do you need all day to take a get a sentence on camera? Well, it depends. If I don't read it too much beforehand, I do really well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I usually go through and read the, the whole treatment, the whole story, so I understand all the characters and who I'm dealing with. I, I think if you know, you know where your character lies. A lot of guys only study them their own their own character. I've been told. Oh, really? Um, but uh, Angie Harmon was one that told me that uh, she wants to know what every character is doing because that way she's more uh, proactive in her character, knows how her character would truly react, and I think oh. it, it does make a lot of sense. So I read the whole story up front once, and then. Uh, and then I might cram the night before, <laughs> unless it's a long part. Like this movie I just did, uh, there were multiple scenes uh, and, and a couple of long conversations. So oh, wow. I had to, had to at least know the, the bullets. And it was different. The, this film we just did that's coming out June 6th, uh, they, they gave me a little more leeway in, in, the, in the verbiage in my character. I had oh. certain points I had to hit, but... But if I strayed off a little bit and, you know, got a little, made it a little more personal or whatever... Um, they didn't freak out or anything? No, yeah, they didn't get crazy. On Rizzoli and Owls, it, I mean, you you know, it was terrible. I was that guy that in Rizzoli and Owls, no kidding, they would say, uh, uh, all right, uh, you ready? And action. And I'd, I'd go, so I've been working on this new thing that, uh, uh, what's my line? What's my line? And somebody would holler at me now, go, oh, okay, okay. I've been working on this new thing for, shit, uh, uh, what's my line? What's my line? And there's a person there to do that, nothing but tell you your dang lines. How about that? That's awesome. That's what I need. Hey, so here's the way I looked at it. So if I really do all my lines, I'm putting somebody out of a damn job. There you <laughs> go. That's true. Yeah. That is very, see, it's I like the way. Job security there. You have a big heart. I love the way you think. You're so trying you, to you help are, people out. You are good people. <laughs> are you like Daniel Day-Lewis? Do you get in, in like in the character, the, the method acting? Do you go to the woods and like lose yourself or no, whatever it is really he does? Do that, but, you know, so far the characters haven't been, haven't strayed real far away from my personality. I mean, look, man, at this point in my life, I don't expect to be any dang famous Sean Connor. <laughs> you never know. Hey, hey, you never know. You're on your hey, way. But but what I do know is that if you find something you're good at and you can portray that character, oh, yeah. that's really good. And it's easier and it's funner. You know, um, so I don't know. You know, I, I just kind of stick to the kind of stuff I know and that's I cool. read for parts that I, I feel comfortable knowing that I can do it. I mean, I don't know that I could, you know, I probably couldn't do the part of a, of a, uh, you know, well, I better be careful here. Because you play a bad guy, you think? Like a really evil dude? Yeah, see, and that's, I, I don't know. Uh, there's people that have said that I should do that <laughs> uh, because they felt like I might could do it. I probably could because, you know, because I can be really ugly. <laughs> you oh, know, see, I couldn't life, see I've that. I've done some bad things, you know. <laughs> so I might could, might could draw from that, but uh, I'd rather be uh, I'd rather be the good guy, you know, the, the come in and save yeah. the day kind of guy. Uh, my my favorite thing I, I would really love to do, I'd love to do a thing like a uh, you know a, a action comedy kind of thing. Oh, that'd be good. You know, it'd be fun to do something like a Jackie Chan, and I like to do it before he gets too old. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it. This is what I, I envisioned this year: a Craig Morgan Christmas. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Huh? Did you say a Craig Morgan Christmas? Yeah, yeah. 
uh, it could happen. Oh, <laughs> what? That would be awesome. It'll definitely happen next year, but uh, <laughs> it could happen this year. That is, is it, so cool. Well, I don't know. Woo-woo. Like on the farm, the Craig Morgan farm. Oh, yeah. No, my Christmas is kind of all over the place. Yeah, true. <laughs> we're in Alaska. We're here. We're <laughs> we're running around. And, uh, see, that's my life, though. And, and yeah, it you is. Know, a lot of people don't understand that. And, and my life has always been this way. This isn't something that has happened since I've gotten into music. Just being in the music has highlighted it. That's yeah. all. I mean, I've always run this hard. I don't. I've, I've never slept a whole lot, and and I, I enjoy doing a lot of different things. And you know, I've been told many times that you know, I've said even that if these guys could figure out, you know, uh, the one thing about me, but that's the problem. They're, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to change who I am Amen. in order to try to be uh, more successful at something for for every you know to appease someone else. And but, I can't tell you how much I respect and love that about you, sir. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you, you're one of the. You have been the same since I met you in uh, 1999 or whatever it was. Yeah, when, yeah. how did y'all meet? Um, he was caller number nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was we still um, in the army when we first met. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was in the active reserve still. What, was and, it Fort and Campbell? Recording records and going on drills, and <laughs> I'd do a USO tour and then stay over there and do my uh, my two week <laughs> drill time. That's crazy. I started playing his music, and I don't know. He, I, I can't remember if you came by the the station over there or how we first met exactly, but I was playing the hell out of that first record of yours, man. It was good stuff. Everything yeah, since you did, good man, and you played a bunch since. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, and I will continue to do so. Well, I can't wait to get you some new music, man. Bring it on, son. The next time we're over that way, we're gonna have to stop by the shop, their store. Well, yeah, I wish you would. I wish you guys would check it out and. Make Call ahead of time. I'd love to meet you there and okay. tell you about the place. It's really cool. It's, you know, aside from the business, uh, the store itself, uh, it's kind of a gallery. Oh, I call it a gallery because I knew if you call, if you if you just say Morgan Farms, people well, like literally when we first started, people were calling saying, "You got any tomatoes?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean something fighting goats. Uh, we're not really a farm like that. <laughs> uh, I own a, I own a bunch of farms, kind got of a, stuff, and got a petting zoo so, over. So we sell, and and I knew if you if you put gallery above it, you charge more. Oh yeah, that's true. People think they're buying art. So I read that like pretty much your whole family makes the stuff that you guys sell, right? It's everybody's making stuff. Yeah, yeah. I that's make awesome. all of the wood stuff for the most part. My dad does a few things in the store. Uh, he helps out every now and then, makes a few things. But uh, all of the handmade bowls, uh, spoons, charcuterie boards. Uh, and charcuterie board is just a fancy word for a cheese tray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was going to question you about that, but actually there was a, uh, how old is? Um, He's like six, six, seven. One of our salespeople here at the uh, office, uh, her son, we were somewhere and he goes, I need me one of them charcuterie boards. I'm like, a what? I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I was impressed the six-year-old knew it. And he had to teach me what it was, but now I know cheese board, yeah. Yeah, meat and cheese. <laughs> and they're big over in Europe. Uh, and I love, you know, I love dried meats. Cured meat, yeah. uh, and I, I did, you know, such a lost art for people to do that, uh, and they do it so well over there. But, but anyway, so we sell those kind of things, and and every now and then I do something, you know, a little unusual, just because I'll be in my shop and I get a wild hair and go, huh, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> that's so awesome. It is, and that's that's been Craig the whole time I've known him. <laughs> yeah, so everything in the story, it's a one of a kind that I make. Uh, no, I don't make any two items the same. Uh, and it's all made from repurposed and reclaimed materials, re- wood, you know, old yep. down trees. Or, in fact, I just I just hand turned on a lathe uh, yesterday and took them to the store today. Two turkey strikers for turkey calls, Ooh. and the wood came from an old log that had been in the water in the in a river in Louisiana for over a hundred years. Oh, oh man. my goodness! Yeah, that's cool. So that's what I tell 
people, you know, we don't sell wooden bowls and spoons and things like that. We sell stories. And we can tell you the story behind every piece of wood. In that's the really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we'll have to make a, a point to uh, get over there next time we head to Nashville. Yeah, I'd love to see you. We, this is the uh, first annual Front Porch Podcast. If we don't have a Front Porch swing on our porch. Oh, that's wrong. Can you make one of those for us? Uh, i tell you what I'll do. I'll go to the Amish store and get you one. <laughs> Here, Eddie, I made this for you and your lovely wife. Look at this yeah. beautiful That's, swing I I'll carved. Tell you I made it, but it's coming from the Amish store. <laughs> you know it's got to be good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they make some great stuff around here. We got a little Amish store, and it's, they, they hammer it out. They boy. do. They do. I bought my chicken coop from them. <laughs> oh, wow. I need a chicken coop. He wants chickens yes. badly. Yes. He really. Oh, I love it. It's awesome, man. Fresh eggs every day. He wants them just so he can dress them in clothing. <laughs> well. That's weird. That's awesome. <laughs> You ain't changed a bit. No, either. no, sir. <laughs> no, sir, I have not. I, I can't help who I am. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Now, Craig Morgan, I'm sure you were, with the, the experience that you've had, the the sights you've seen, I mean, you, you, you've been through just about one of everything. You are like a front porch country soothsayer. <laughs> so what sort of wisdom have you picked up on over the years or advice that you've been given? Well, uh, front porch advice given to me. <laughs> Let me think. That's a good one. My dad once told me, and we were sitting on the porch one time, that uh, uh, if you don't expect something from someone, you won't be disappointed. Oh, that's good. My grandfather also told me on that same conversation (laughs) that if you put fertilizer on that thing, it won't make it grow. (laughs) (laughs) True story. We'd been working in the garden, and I was out there peeing in the front yard, and he said, if you put fertilizer on that thing, it won't make it grow. Oh, my goodness. Grandparent <laughs> advice is always the best. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah. Did you try the fertilizer thing, honestly? Oh, no. Lord, <laughs> no. I'd be like peeing on a electric fence. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my papa John tricked me into doing that one time. <laughs> yes, you only do it once. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You were very aware of your surroundings from then on out. And there ain't, there ain't enough alcohol to make it not hurt. <laughs> So what is a front porch memory that is, like, your favorite? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, I guess, I mean, I, there's a lot of things. One thing that I love uh, that I uh, I remember, we were in Alaska, and I'd taken Jerry, my tour manager, and Mike, my acoustic player, who's our band leader up to the place. We were going to do some work, hang out for four or five days. We had shows up in Alaska, and when they were done, we were going to spend a week at my place. So we did, and we were sitting on the porch one evening, of course, this was, we're on the porch after we had worked all day. And in Alaska, in June, it's daylight almost 24 hours a day. Well, yeah, it literally yeah. is daylight. <laughs> it just gets, at about 2 a.m., it gets a little dark. 3 a.m. is bright again. That's crazy. And uh, so at, at about 2 o'clock, Mike uh, said, hey, Craig, can we, uh, can we take a break and get something to eat? And I said, yeah, what time is it? And he said, it's 2. I said, man, it's later than 2 o'clock. We, got, we didn't get here till noon. He said, no, it's 2 a.m. <laughs> We've been working, and, and, and they never said a word. Because I'll do that. You know, I'll go all day and not oh, eat yeah. a bite. Don't yeah, bother yeah. me a bit. <laughs> but they was, they was hungry. Mike, if you, you know, look at his pictures, he, he, he don't miss a meal. <laughs> I so, do like to eat. <laughs> and we sat down on the porch, and we ate, and we are sitting there having some wine and just kind of relaxing, talking about the day and the things we'd done and life and music and you know, and that's that's what you do on a porch. You just talk about everything, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were sitting there, and, and about that time, the wolves commenced to howling across oh. the lake. And I, when <laughs> I mean, they let loose. They let loose a whole tribe of them. <laughs> and they commenced to hollering. And so we went on in and went to bed, slept for, I don't know, probably three or four hours. 
but it's daylight, and we got back up. And we decided we was going to go clean up down at the lake. And Jerry stand up on the porch, and I said, hey, come on. We're going to go down here to the lake and clean up. He said, I'm fine right here. Said, no, come on, man. I want you to know that son of a gun didn't leave that porch until we left that lake. I wouldn't either. Well, he's a little he scary. He was mortified. Bless his heart. He'll never be the same. No. In fact, we came back, and one of my managers said, are you going back up there? And he said, only if he makes me. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if y'all are aware of this, but Craig has like 12 youngins. He's got a bunch of kids. Yeah. Uh, now, what sort of advice have you doled out to the, the youngins on your front porch? Well, uh, one day, my uh, son, Jerry, our, my, our boy, we lost. Uh, I say lost. We didn't lose him. We know exactly where he's at. He's Amen. in heaven. Uh, he passed away almost three years ago now. And uh, one, But one day, we was out on the front porch, and we went out the porch because he had been kind of back-talking his mom a little bit, so I took him outside. Ooh. And I said, I want to talk to you. Come on out here. We stepped outside and got on the front steps, and, and we were standing there, and I made him get down two steps below me because that's how much taller he was. Than me. <laughs> and uh, he was standing there, and he was mad because I'd made him come outside, and he knew he was wrong. That's the big thing, you know. I could tell he knew he was wrong. And so we started talking about it, and I told him, and he, as, he, as I was talking, I could tell he was kind of kind of half-bucking up a little bit. Ooh. And, and, he, and he would never disrespect me by... by doubling up his fist at me or, or shoving me or nothing stupid but i could tell it was eating at him and he was thinking about it Ooh. so i told him i said son i can see it's in you i said tell you what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put my hands behind my back i said i'm gonna let you hit me just as hard as you can i said i want you to swing as hard as you can you might even you might get lucky enough to knock me down but when you do i'm gonna get back up and i am gonna whoop your tail I said, the difference between me and anybody else that ever does that in the rest of your life is when I'm done, I'm going to pat you up, and I'm going to hug your neck, and I'm going to tell you I love you. But you will never talk to your mama the way you just did. Do you understand me? And he sat there, and he was tears in his eyes. And, we, of course, we were both frustrated at this point. And and he looked at me and said, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to do that. And he went in the house and hugged his mama and told her he was sorry. And and I think that night he laid in the bed with us till till. Oh. Well, he went to sleep. Oh. That's a great memory, yeah. man. That, that really yeah. is. Awesome. I mean, and when I say grown, he's grown, you know. <laughs> oh, man. He's a big boy. He wasn't 12. <laughs> but it worked. That talk worked. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a moment, and uh, I think every boy goes through that. Well, I remember one time I bowed up on Dad. I didn't ball my fist up, but I, I kind of bowed up. He got right up, I mean, nose to nose in the kitchen. I'll never forget it. I can, I can smell uh, the beans that Mom was cooking. <laughs> And he said, you want to try me? I'm like, no, sir. No, no I do not. I, I, did, I was not prepared for that, man. I was about 16, 15, 16. Woo, scared me to death. Mm-mm. Oh, I sat at the table one time, and and uh, we always, you know, you always prayed before you ate. We did, and still do. But uh, I was a kid. Mama sat at the table, and well, she finally sat down. And by the time she sat down, I done grabbed that fork and started cutting into something. Man, my dad reached over, and, and with his index finger behind his next finger, you know how they flip like yes, that? Yes, yes. My daddy could flip a marble through a sheetrock wall, bro. Oh, I ain't kidding you. But that's something going to flip me and hit me in my leg. <laughs> I ain't never dropped a fork so fast. <laughs> you didn't do it again, did you? The Lord worked miracles. Hey, hey man, he will. And through daddy's fingers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't you agree, man, if, if more people would spend some time on the front porch and just let things go and, and talk a little more and drink some sweet tea or mint julep or whatever, uh, the world would be a better place. Oh, it's a fact. You know, the front porch, kitchen, wherever, but the porch is where it usually happens. Yeah. Uh, 
that's why the porch at the White House is so big. People don't know that. That's why it was so big. They used to sit out there and discuss that stuff. Yeah, well, we cheap out of the yard. That. We need to do more, uh, you know, conversing and, and less of this, uh, if you don't believe what I believe, then you're wrong. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's the bad part. Yeah. And I know not everybody agrees with me. Hell, half the time I don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Nine times out of five, you're right, though. But I ain't going to argue with me about it. I'll, I'll usually win. Yeah, I'll win one way or another. But, yeah, that's, you know, the front porch is where you do that, those kind of things. And advice is always strung out, and it's, you know, it's the shelter from the rain. Amen. Uh, it's, it's a comfortable place. Figuratively and literally. I yeah. heard that. Yes. I heard one of our hometown boys um, is your neighbor now. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Luke Combs. Yes, he is. Good boy. Love a guy to death, man. He's a good dude. I'm super proud for him and excited for his success and what he's got going on. He's a he's a good soul, man. So. He really is. He really is. Is he a bad neighbor? I mean, does he, like, crank up music loud? Oh, hey, he's a great neighbor, dude. <laughs> I can check his schedule, so I know when he ain't there, I go over to his place. <laughs> I kill his turkeys before I kill mine. <laughs> I told him, too. I said, you might as well tell your girl. Oh, my gosh. Tell your bride that, uh, you know, I'm going to be coming over now. How funny. At least you're honest, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good old boy. We're so proud of him, man. Yeah, I am too, man. He's a good dude. We have coffee every now and then. It's a little coffee shop downtown. And oh, yeah. Sat on the porch of the coffee shop. and oh, see? see? Talk about the business and life and <laughs> and deer and everything. So um, when can we get some new music, man? Because it's, it's been a long time. I'm ready. Uh, some of it's done, most of it. Uh, I'm going in the studio, going back in the studio here in a week, and I'll be finished with recording everything. It'll all be mixed and mastered and turn it over to the label. And you guys will hear all about that in the upcoming few days. All right. And you'll be one of the first, I hope, to talk about it. And, all right. And I'll share it with you. I'm pretty excited about what's going on, where I'm going, and what's happening, dude. Damn and I'm good. as excited about this music as any I've ever had. I think I've, I've written one of the greatest songs I've ever written. And I'm really? saying it. Oh, that's a uh, tease, you'll man. You'll, you'll see. I think you'll agree. It's the greatest song I'll ever write, I believe. Oh, I don't I think wait. I'll ever write another one like this one. Oh, my God. You've got wow. me stoked now, man. That gave me chicken skin. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, you let us know. As soon as you get uh, get it to us, you let us know. We'll get it on. I will, buddy. Man, we um, and Look, if nobody's told you lately, thank you for everything you've done, not only for this country, but for country music. You are, you're just a good soul, man. You are, To me, you're, you're a hero, and, and I really appreciate everything that you've done. Shoot, dude, I'm just a squirrel. <laughs> I'm just a guy who's happy to be here. <laughs> and a day goes by that at the end of the day, I don't thank God for every minute of it. And, and if he took it all the way right now, if when we hang up the phone, he said, you can't go back and sing no more, I wouldn't have one bad thing to say about it. You've stayed true to yourself, man, and I just, we, both of us really appreciate that, and we respect that. Well, I appreciate you, buddy. Feel the same way about you, man. You good people, Craig Morgan. You really are. Well, let's quit patting each other on the back. <laughs> Get something done. Well, um, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> anybody, anybody want to compliment me for a minute? You know what? You look beautiful, baby. It'd get real awkward. I can't do that. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you. You. <laughs> Craig Morgan, thank you for your time, brother. We love you. Thank you so much. Love y'all. Thank you very much. All right, y'all. That is going to be it this time. We cannot thank Craig Morgan enough Ooh. for joining us. That was so fun. Mm -hmm. um, we appreciate him taking time out of his evening to talk with us. Can't wait to hear uh, the new stuff he's talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. And if he has a Craig Morgan Christmas, I I'm going to be very, very excited about that. Yeah. We are some Hallmark Christmas movie-loving mm -hmm. fools. All right, that's all the uh, damage we can do for one podcast. Click on over to uh, our website, nofoxgivenonline.com, where you can subscribe and never miss a show. 
and like our Facebook page too. No Fox Given. You can uh, now find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, basically anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find us. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Everywhere. No excuse not to listen. Exactly. So make sure you uh, click like and uh, rate and review. Rate and review. We'd appreciate the Fox out of it. No holding back. No subject off limits. No idea what they're doing. No Fox Given with Eddie and Amanda Fox.